So how are we looking, Cleveland? Yeah, Skippy here. Uh, just thinking out loud a little bit. It's 11-11 on the night before the Major League Baseball trade deadline. And I cannot believe I care. I, I Personally, I'm surprised that we're even this far into the season with as many politicians are as trying to tank this season. How many... Media members want this season to end traumatically, uh, you know, in some way. Well, here we are. And the Indians are talking about trading Mike Clevenger. Sunshine, the dude with the flow. You know, uh, the Indians, when you, when you criticize the way they are as an organization. One of the things that they will come back at you with is, oh, but wait, well, hey, we have uh, we have a wonderful pitching staff, and oh, we're very deep. We have pitchers in the minors, and oh, we, we're just a, we're a clinic for pitching. Personally, I think we'd be much more of a clinic if Mickey Calloway were still around, but hey, whatever. So now we're looking at trading Mike Clevenger. And I will give them credit. They have the ability to make really fine pitchers. They do. They also have the ability to trade them poorly. And I emphasize poorly. And everybody says, oh, no, they're wonderful at trading. Oh, why, they're so good. No, the Indians are terrible at trading. They might be very good at bringing pitchers up, uh, you know, to the major league level through their system. They might be okay at that. That might be the one strength that this team has fairly consistently. But when it comes time to get rid of one, Either they're disgruntled or allegedly, wink, wink, nod, nod, they don't want to stay in Cleveland. But boy, do they think Philadelphia or Boston or Chicago or Milwaukee is just going to be a paradise. Oh, Detroit is just beautiful this time of year. You can't believe it. But here we are. At that point in the season where it's time to trade somebody who for, I would say, 20 of the teams in Major League Baseball easily is going to be their ace automatically. Make no mistake about it. You know, I can be hard on the Indians, but that is one thing that when they brag that Clevenger is a good pitcher, he is. He's young. He did something stupid, frankly, something that I think is a bit overblown. 
I really do like the kid. I really do think highly of the kid. And that's why it irritates me when I look on Twitter, when I look on Facebook, when I look on uh, the news sites and what I see in the way of trade rumors and what my fellow fans will accept and what the writers say is being offered and what the team is considering. It, it, it irritates me. It irritates me to no end, and I can't, I can't help that. I would love to just smile and nod and pretend that it's a wonderful thing. But this is the way Cleveland Indians baseball goes, year after year after year after year. They say, yes, we, uh, we lack in hitting. We sure do. But boy, are we really great at pitching. Oh, look at our pitchers. Aren't they wonderful? The bullpen's kind of shoddy, but we're really great on starting pitching. We can't hit worth a lick, but boy, and now here we are. We are in the place where 20 plus teams are going to get an ace. Do you understand? An ace. He's young. He's still got his best years ahead of him. He's still under contract. He's got, he's got the, the amazing and you're going to hear this enough tomorrow that if you took a shot of whiskey every time, I guarantee you'd be drunk by noon. He's got years under control. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. The Indians are terrible at trading. But Skip, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> they like to talk about the trades that they have made in the past, and they like to very, very carefully navigate around the epic failures involved. And this is where I get irritated every time a trade comes up, when we're trading away the talent. Not acquisitions. I understand that for some ungodly reason, when we draft the talent, we seem to manage to find decent talent. And occasionally, a player to be named later, which I'm about to get to, will hit and will it makes us look really good as far as prospecting and all of that. But when it comes to choosing talent to, to receive, when we're trading away a top-notch pitcher who's going to be somebody's ace, whether you want to like it or not, Oh, he went out, he did something stupid. He is still going to be a top-notch pitcher unless something dramatic happens for years to come. But look at what, what's happened in the past. Look at who we've traded away and, and what we've gotten in return at times. And I'm, just, I'm not even going to go through the full list. I just want to bring a couple of these up because I've got it, you know, I've got it stuck in my craw here. And until I hear what the trade is, I'm pro it's probably going to stay stuck. Uh, consider, if you will, what we traded CC for. Okay, we traded him in his Cy Young award-winning season to the Milwaukee Brewers. And, and people like to say, yeah, yeah, but we, we got Michael Brantley. We sure did. But who was the focus of that? Who was the focus? The focus was Matt Laporta. And most of you, I know, tell the truth, most of you just went, who? 
And then think of Cliff Lee. Oh, Skip, he's not going to stay in Cleveland. Why? Why? Other than they weren't going to pay him because this organization is really terrible when it comes to paying talent, why wasn't Cliff Lee going to stay here? Well, because he 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 likes the the warmer weather, and he the the, the 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 there's always some lame excuse like that, right? Well, we traded him to Philadelphia, so don't tell me about the weather. Don't tell me that it's a better staff. He had a better chance of winning there. Don't tell me that it's a nicer place. Don't tell me that there's a better fan base. Nah, none of that works. It was because he wasn't going to get paid. So what did we get in return? Cleveland. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say another name. Get ready for your Google. Jason Knapp. Who? Jason Knapp. Highly rated by Baseball America. Oh, he's going he's gonna to be the star of the staff any minute now. Just you wait. He's young. And, and sure, he just had Tommy John surgery. And he's half your age, but he's going to be amazing someday. Still waiting. Still waiting on that. Oh, but they threw in Carlos Carrasco. They sure did. Player to be named later. And that's where I say, yeah, they might get lucky on a prospect, on a player to be named later. They might be able to cherry pick one and hide him out in the organization and make it look like, oh man, do we know how to draft? And boy, do we know how to sign minor leaguers but ultimately, that's what it was, is Jason Knapp was the star. And if you don't believe me, I can pull out, we, we can pull out all the newspaper articles, we can pull out all of that stuff from the social media, and it was Jason Knapp, Jason Knapp, Jason Knapp, Jason Knapp. They did not mention Carlos Carrasco was the big name. It was Jason Knapp. And, and, and there's, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. Okay, let's go with, with let's go with Trevor Bauer. Or or better yet, oh I know. Let's talk about Corey Kluber. Cy Kluber. Oh, he had an off year. He's in the downside of his career. Okay. Let's talk about the uh the two players that we got in return. Delano DeShields Jr., who I honestly thought was his dad, uh, came into the season injured, and he seems to be, eh, okay. Emmanuel Class, how many games is he going to play this year? None. How about next year? A lot less than the regular season. A lot. Halfway, probably, through next season is when he will finally make his debut. Meanwhile, there's Corby Kluber. Yeah, but the injury... Shut up. You know that they did not have any idea what was going to happen to Corey Kluber when they made the trade. They were going, oh, Emmanuel Class... <laughs> isn't he wonderful? Oh, isn't he great? Look at him. He's going to be an amazing reliever. So what? 
what? He he's been he got bonked for for doing steroids and he's not going to be able to play for 80 games. 80. 80 games. How many are we playing this season? 60. Oops. Oops. Even if we went to the World Series this year, Emmanuel Class will not be on the staff. We will not see him until next year. And at this rate, Delino DeShields is up and down. We're not even sure about that. Because there's injuries and everybody, virtually everybody on the Cleveland Indians right now is hitting below the Mendoza line or they're dry humping it. Can, can we be real about that? Is that okay? Are we allowed to be real about that, Cleveland? Or do we have to pretend that's not the case? Go ahead and look on Twitter. Go ahead and look on Facebook. You can tell who the realists are, who the ones who understand it are, because they're the ones that are saying, well, if we're going to trade somebody an ace, we might want to get something that can help us win, and now would be good. Well, why now, Skippy? Aren't you worried about the future? Here's one thing. We happen to have Francisco Lindor now. And I can go into a whole lot about Francisco Lindor, including all the times that we didn't trade him when he was a prospect because we wanted to win then, but we didn't win then either. And now here we are, and he has the opportunity to be the number one shortstop in all the land and hoist a World Series trophy for Cleveland, but instead we are worried about the future. Oh, yeah, we're worried about the future. We're going to brag about how we have this amazing farm system. Oh, yes, it's wonderful, isn't it? It's amazing. Just look at all of the amazing farm stuff that we have. Why aren't we buying? Other than Dolan's cheap. Yeah, I'm throwing the old school hashtag out there, kids. Other than that, Please explain to me why, when we are in first place, tied for first place with the White Sox, I'm about to get to them, please explain to me why we are not buyers, hardcore buyers. And, and if we're going to be trading Clevenger and Plesak, if we're going to be saying, oh, we've got all this extra pitching just sitting around collecting dust, why are we not buyers now oh but do you really want to win this 60 game season of 2020 yes yes i do for more than one reason and i can list all sorts of them if you are naive enough to not understand why but i'm telling you right now if we don't win this season Lindor is probably gone. There are already people on Twitter today saying, can we trade him by tomorrow? And for what? Barf. Barf, people. That, that makes me want to throw up. You disgust me when you say, can we trade Frankie Lindor by the deadline tomorrow? What's the matter with you? Oh, we've got shortstops in the system. Great. Trade them. We have a once-in-a-lifetime 
once-in-a-generation shortstop. Everybody remember that? We, we didn't trade him numerous times when we could have gotten that one bat to get us over the hump. And we didn't trade him because he was going to be the star of the future. He was going to retire an Indian. He was going to win us championships. And it looks like he very well could. You've got Jose Ramirez. And yes, you have a fine pitching staff, at least the starters. And yeah, you, you've got the new wild thing, and he's pretty great. And okay, I, I will admit, I did not expect Hernandez to be replacing Kipnis as well as he is. I, I admit that. And I was not, I had, had lowered expectations when it came to Carlos Santana. I did. Roberto Perez was my homie on Twitter. And then all of a sudden he came, came up injured and I went to wish him well and found out that he is no longer on Twitter. So I'm assuming that people badmouthed him. Roberto Perez is one heck of a catcher when he is on the field. And so stop being mean to him. It's not his fault that they trade, uh, that they let Jan Gomes go away. I want to, I want to point a couple of things out before, before I get back to this whole White Sox thing. Let, let, let's, let's stop and think about something. There was this whole photo that was taken. Some of you recall it and others will need to pull it up on Google. And it was all of the Indians All-Stars in one picture. Oh, look at all of them. Aren't they amazing? Look at all of those wonderful Indians All-Stars. And now you can go back and look at that. How many of them are still here? Not many. Not many at all. And some others came back to the Jake in different uniforms. We didn't need them. We didn't need Michael Brantley on a minor league contract. We didn't need Yandy Diaz in the outfield. Why? Why we have we have a plethora, a wondrous plethora of outfield talent. Oh, do we? Do we now? No, by the way, this is not an attack on Tyler Naquin. No, this isn't an attack on any of the players we have now. I'm saying that their bats are ice cold and we've got nothing, nothing to back up pitchers who are giving up a run or two a game. If pitching is only giving up two runs, you can still lose two to nothing and look pathetic. You have a bunch of talent out there that Jake Westbrook has to be sitting around uh, staring at his TV, shaking his head and, and, and holding up a cold one, saluting these poor pitchers who aren't getting any damn run support. And here we have an ace in Clevenger. And who do I see at the list, at the top of the list now, for who we could be trading Mike Clevenger to? Well, there was the idea that he was going to the Padres, which would be okay. He'd be in a diff he'd be in the National League, he'd be on the other coast. We're unlikely to play against them very much. And 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 of course they decided to lowball. I will give the Indians credit. They did not accept the low ball. 
But word was, they were, were talking about sending us Mejia. You may have to Google him. He used to be here. And the Indians didn't want him when he was here. Because he was, oh, he was young and dumb and whatnot. Well, now they, they, they were like, you want him back? No, we're good. We're good. As long as Roberta Perez doesn't get hurt, uh, keep him wrapped in bubble wrap, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so the Padres were out because they lowballed us and they ended up making a trade with somebody completely different. So then what happens instead? <gasps> dun, dun, dun! They are talking about sending the White Sox Mike Clevenger. The Chicago White Sox, who are in our division, who are tied with us for first place. And you're going to send them a pitcher who has an axe to grind against this front office the minute he gets traded? And especially for what he, they're talking about, oh, well, well, well this prospect and that prospect. No, 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 no. If you're going to send the, the team that we are tied for first place in the division, if you're going to send them a new ace to own us because we can't hit for crap, you'd better be taking their best bat out of the lineup. And of course that's not going to happen because the White Sox organization isn't that stupid. And then the other the other team that I've seen mentioned tonight, dear God in heaven, people, is the New York Yankees. Which, by the way, heated up the whole Frankie Lindor trade shit. Uh, okay, listen to me. They are talking about trading Clevenger for Clint Frazier. Go ahead. Go ahead, you people who aren't paying attention. Go ahead. Google. Clint Frazier. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you a hint. He used to be here. I'll give you another hint. We treated him away. I'll give you yet another hint. The guy that we got for him ain't here either. Oh. <sighs> Tender mercies. Tender mercies, Cleveland. And they're saying that Clint Frazier is, would be the star of that trade. Are you kidding me? For the ace? For an ace? I don't care what you think about the Yankees. Clevenger could battle for their ace. Or at the very least, he could be their second best pitcher. Are you out of your mind? And oh, by the way, we're going to have to face them in the playoffs. I guarantee it. If we got that far, we would have to face them. Do I have a lot of faith in that? No, I don't. I don't. I wish I did. I don't. And I can, I can, like I said, I just listed a couple with Cece and, and Cliff Lee and, 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 and guys like that, I could list a good dozen trades that, that Shapiro, Antonetti, 
and Chernoff have blown. And we're talking about trading an ace for prospects that I've never heard of. And we need bats now, not in the future. We don't need highly rated by Baseball America. We don't need, got a nice write-up from the minor league baseball writers of America or whatever it is. We don't need to hear, well, he was really good in the minors last year. We don't need to hear that. Well, he's been at the alternate site for so-and-so team. Ah, uh -uh, no. No, 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 no. I need starting on the field, in the outfield, in the very next Indians game after the trade. Do you understand me? This is, a, this is an ace, a young ace, who has a team-friendly contract, and he's years under control, and he's got a bright future, and he's been brought up through our system. All these magnificent, frilly things that the Indians like to throw in our faces day in and day out. Well, here we are, folks. We are in the place where they're trying to give us Mejia, or they're trying to give us Clint Frazier, or the Indians, in their infinite wisdom, are attempting to give our enemies in Chicago an ace. Can you understand? Can you understand why it is so frustrating being an Indians fan? Or are you in denial? Did they give you something free? Did they give you a special access? Did they give you an autograph at some point? And that means that you aren't allowed to admit that you know that stuff is wrong. I mean, I haven't seen this much apologetic crap going on since LeBron left. Oh, well, oh. Oh, he won us a championship so he can do what he likes. No, he can't. The Indians haven't won us. Jack squat since the year my mother was born. Yes, they had some wonderful years when I was a child. I have some of the fondest memories of my childhood were involving the Indians. When I was going through four surgeries, it was during an Indian season when they ultimately... They ultimately went to the playoffs and I got to, to lay there in a hospital bed and stare up at the Indians and talk about the Indians at 3 a.m. when I couldn't sleep. And I was happy to watch the rerun because I knew that they were going to win. Yes, I loved watching Edwin Encarnacion. I absolutely loved watching, uh, you know, all of the, the players in 95 and 97. I loved watching those World Series teams. Absolutely, I did. But you know, the one thing that they have not yet managed to do, win one in my lifetime. And now they have a shortstop that's supposed to be once in a lifetime, once in a generation, and they're talking about trading him for prospects tomorrow. That's what people are, because they have given up. Cleveland, you have given up. It, just read your own timeline and you'll see it. Oh, let's trade Clevenger for prospects for the future. Hello, we're try we're in a pennant race. We're tied for first with the team you're talking about trading an ace to simply because they have a prospect you like. Are you out of your damn mind?
<sighs> I did a lot of shouting. A lot of shouting just now. But I've had that belly full reading Twitter all day. Just reading. I am so hard on the Indians sometimes. Because when they, they want to make an argument for why it's okay that they're doing what they're doing, they, they make these intellectually dishonest arguments, these cognitively dissonant arguments. And when you don't buy them, then they turn it on you. I've been a diehard fan of this team since I was a child. It was the first team, other than the Browns and Bernie Kosar, that I can recall ever paying any attention to with my grandfather. Wearing Chief Wahoo every day. I wore Chief Wahoo hats to church. I wore them to school. I wore them... When I did an audition to do a news station, I asked if I could wear my Chief Wahoo hat because we were in a pennant race then too. Yes, I understand that now and again, they're going to have to give away some talent. I understand that they can manage some way, somehow to compete, to get into the playoffs and then lose in the wild card round. But hey, they make it to the playoffs. Well, here is our chance. Yes, it is a weird season. Yes, it's 2020. In many ways, you aren't going to want to remember this season. Yes, it is awkward. People aren't going to be able to say, I was there. They're going to say, I watched it on TV or I heard it on the radio. But at least they're going to be able to say they heard Tom Hamilton say that the Indians were the World Series champions. And isn't that what it's about, Cleveland? Isn't the World Series what it's about? And yes, I understand that we all love baseball and we all just wanted some sports. We all wanted some sports. And now we've got them. And the part of me that wanted the sports is back to understanding why I wanted the sports. Winning helps me feel better about my life. And if it doesn't, if you can't say that, something's twisted in you. If you don't watch sports hoping that your team is going to win because when they win, you feel better about things and you don't have a finer outlook on life, I'm going to tell you, you got an odd way of looking at the world. And that's coming from me. I'm a king weirdo. Now is the time. This is the year. If you are going to trade away an ace, you do not trade them to a division rival, and you do not accept worthless prospects. Don't tell me about the next great Jason Knapp. Don't tell me about the next great Matt Laporta. You tell me that we got Clevenger, we traded away Clevenger, but we got somebody in his place who's a household name, who's hitting the cover off the ball. And if you want to throw in Plesak and send Plesak along with him, 
go right ahead. And since I'm told that we have a plethora of shortstop prospects, send one of them. Don't send Lindor any damn where. He needs to retire. He needs to play his entire season, his entire career in Cleveland. Do you understand me? I'm not going to accept anything less because I will pull out all of the times that every last time when we said, oh, well, we can't trade Lindor. He's the future. Yes, we could have this power bat that's going to win us the World Series, but don't trade Lindor. He's the future. He's the man. He's once in a lifetime. He's once in a generation. Now we have him. He's standing there next to Jose Ramirez, next to, to Hernandez, who's been surprising me, who Carlos Santana, who's been impressive, Roberto Perez, my dude, my homie, my, who's been injured, but he's starting to make a comeback. But all of those bats need a little waking up. They need a little Joe Boo action. They need a little bat magic, if you will. Yes, I like Tyler Naquin. I loved it when he slid into home and stopped and gave, a, gave us all a salute. Yes, I absolutely dig Bradley Zimmer. Sure, I dig Bobby Bradley. Absolutely, I agree that we have a lovely pitching staff, even though most of them were rubber ducks back when I took my mom to her last baseball game. Yes, absolutely, I love Tito Francona. I do, and I wish him well, and I'm not going to play conspiracy theorist and say, oh, he just doesn't want to be around this disaster and all this other nonsense. No, 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 no. I love the Cleveland Indians. I love Chief Wahoo. I've worn him for as long as I can recall. I have, I have sat around and listened to Herb Score and Tom Hamilton on the radio. I have watched my man Dre Nutt all over the place. Uh, you know, I've been in, in, in restaurants, in bars. I have watched him on my phone. I've watched him on TV. I have, I have done everything I can to watch this team in person, on TV, on, listen to him on the radio, read about him on Twitter, read about him on Facebook, read about him in the newspaper, whatever it may be. I am incredibly passionate, but I'm also incredibly critical because I'm a fan and as a fan, this is an impassioned plea from somebody who cannot freaking sleep because I can't think straight because this trade isn't done. And I am pleading and begging with you, Cleveland, do not accept anything less than the best when this, Cle the, this Clevenger trade goes down. Don't tell me about the amazing prospects. If he isn't a household name, then what we get in return isn't acceptable. If he isn't hitting a, num a, a, a batting average that has a three or a four in it, not good enough. We need somebody who is going to immediately go to the outfield and immediately go into the lineup and make the team better. Why? Because we have to win now. And here's my promise to you. You hear me, Dolan? You hear me, Antonetti? Do you hear me, Chernoff? Listen carefully. 
you win this World Series in 2020, a year that no one can ever possibly forget. Yeah, they'll say you didn't do it over 162 games, but you will have won it. And next season, you will be able to say all over town, come and see the World Series champions featuring the once-in-a-lifetime shortstop, Frankie Lindor, and whoever you receive in this trade. Win this World Series, and you get all of the bragging rights, and you get all of the glory that comes with drawing people to buy tickets when this thing becomes real again. Next year, it'll be a 162-game season. Do you want sellout after sellout? Do you want Tom Hamilton to say the place is vibrating? Do you want to have the, the feeling that we used to have in 95 and 97? We're thirsty for sports, but we're also thirsty for victory. And if again, if you're not, that disturbs me. But here's the opportunity of a lifetime. Dolan, listen to me. Antonetti, Chernoff, when you make that trade, you make that trade with one goal in mind. Winning this year. Now, if I had the ability... This is where I would put in the mic drop from Major League. Well, I guess we got one thing left to do. Win the whole fucking thing.